Welcome everyone to the Ovet to another Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Tet Zayin Mesechet Moed Katan. We will begin, however, on Daf Tet Vav Murvet, four lines in the bottom. The words Tashma, five lines in the bottom. Tashma after the word Mitzora. Now, today's Daf. Today's Daf is a Zichut for Fuash as well as the Zuchut for the anonymous sponsor and his wife and children, they should be Zuchet to success in all of their endeavors. The Gemara is talking about a Mitzorah, three lines in the bottom. And we want to know, Mitzorah, Mao Shi Shlach Korbanotav. Is he allowed to send his Korban to the Beit Midrash? Guy Sarat, disease. Uh, spiritual disease, can he send his uh, korban to the Beit Midrash? says, Matashma, we'll bring you a proof. Here we're talking about a Kohen who got Tameh, and we say, and after he's Tahor, we learn, after he finishes Minamet, then, meaning he finishes uh, getting Tameh and getting Tahor from touching a dead body, then, Shivat Yamim they count seven days for him. Elu, Shivat those are the seven days of Mitzurah getting pure. And it says, On the day he comes in, he'll bring his Chatat. Now, what are we figuring out from here? Zu Asit that's the Asit That's the tenth of Ephaz is brought when he comes in. That, according to me, that that's what it's referring to when we say he brings in, on the day he comes in, he brings in. When he's able to go in, he's able to bring a korban. So here you see that Mitzurah, who's not able to go to the Bet Mikdash, is also not able to send a sacrifice. Because why are we telling you that this, we're talking about a Mitzurah, and according to Mishimon, the Pasuk is telling you, on the day he comes in, Yakrim, he's going to offer a sacrifice. Implying that before he comes into the Beit Mikdash, Yani, when he's still Tamer fight, and he's unable to come into the Beit Mikdash, then he cannot offer a sacrifice. And from there we see that a Masorah is not allowed to send his Korban to the Beit Mikdash because he has to wait till Biyombo, till the day he can come in. Good. Okay. Amarava. Minalan the Mashtin Shlicha de Vedina, Mazamile Ledina. How do we know that that before you you put a guy in Hedim, you first have to call him to come to court? Where do we get that from? Zamar Dachti, Basu says, By Shlach Moshe, the crawler that had. It says in the time of Korach, when Korach was rebelling against Moshe, that time Avinan also rebelled against Moshe. And it says the pasuk that Moshe told Moshe sent to call the time Avinan, and they said we don't want to go up. Now Rashi over there says we don't want to go up. Yani they're going to go down. The time Avinan ended up going. Way down. And when a big hole opened up and swallowed them up. But that, that was a little prophecy. But the point is that Moshe went to call them. 
So you see that before you excommunicate somebody, you have to call him over. What? We didn't say that yet. We now learned the Zinah Dina, but you see, he was upset that, that he had a problem with him. He has to first call him. We now learned the Zinah Dina. How do we know we call him to judgment? We just call him to tell him what you're doing. You and all your nation will come tomorrow because he told him, come with your pants. That's like a judgment. How do you know that you have to go to a big judge? You can't be a regular guy. Because Moshe said, come in front of Hashem. So that means that if you have a big rabbi, let's say you Let's say you're you're uh, calling him in front of a Moshe Feinstein. So you have to tell him in the, in the summons. You say, "Come enter a Moshe Feinstein. Come to a betin of a Moshe Feinstein." Because you see that we mentioned Hashem. Hashem is no one greater than Hashem. So we mentioned Hashem. That means you mentioned the greatest judge. How do we know we say at uplanya? How do we know that let's say the guy did something wrong to Mister Plony? There's Mr. X and Mr. Y. Mr. X did something wrong to Mr. Y. How do we know that we call Mr. X to stand in front of Bethin? We tell you also, you're going to come to stand in front of Hash, in front of Mary Feinstein with Mr. Y. How do we mention the guy who got hurt also? Because it says, They were talking about Aharon a Kohen. They were saying that Aharon wasn't really a Kohen. So the fact that they called the Tanah and Aharon is indicative that that's what we do in all situations. How do we know the community is How do we have a set date? Maybe we just tell the guy, come to court whenever you want. How do we know we give him a special date that he should come? Because it says in the Basuk that he come tomorrow. How do we know if the guy doesn't come the next time you give him another appointment? It says that they called over Paro, Melech Mitzrayim. And they told him, they put him in, in Haram because he didn't want to fight against Muhanetzah. Okay. That's what Rashi is saying over here. Okay. Umi nala di imifkar bashlicha de bedina. Vaati vaamar lo mechsi belishna belisha. How do we know that let's say you go to tell the guy to come to Betin, and the person, instead of coming, he gives you an earful? How do we know that if the messenger comes back and tells the Betin that the guy gave me said not nice words to me, it's not, I don't know, it's not called Lashonara. Maybe that's Lashonara for the messenger to tell what the guy said. So Now, this is a hard one. Here it says, that not only did they say they're not going up, they said, Lo na'aleh. They also said, 
Even if you come and you knock out our eyes, we're not coming. And it says Moshe was very upset. Now we're assuming that the Shriach Betin was the one was the one who uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, when he found, how did Moshe find out that they said, you can knock out our eyes, we're still not coming. Probably the Shliach Petin came back to him and told him, hey, this is what they said. They said that uh, they're not coming and you can knock out their eyes. So you see that Moshe could believe these guys and that you're not called Lashon Hara. Well, Lashon Hara, you're not allowed to believe. Now, Benjamin doesn't like this answer at all. Should I tell you why? Should I tell you why you don't like it, Benjamin? The reason why Binyamin doesn't like this answer is Moshe, is what talking about. Moshe Rabbeinu is Navi. Maybe Moshe Rabbeinu knows what they said. Because he's Navi for crying out loud. Was that, was that bothering you? Okay, so why don't you say so? Okay. How do we know that you put the guy in Kherim? Dekhtiv. Oromeroz. Curse meros. Uh, this is a pasuk we're talking about after Devorah uh, and Barak were fighting against the Kananim. They said they wanted to curse meros because he didn't come. So you see that you're allowed to put a guy in Chelem for not coming. Dehechi Sevara Gavaraba. How do we know that we have to, when we say it, we tell him this is what this is what the great man said. Because the Basuk over there says when they put Maroz in Khelim, it says that, that the, the Malach Hashem said so. So you see that Barak, who's the Malach Hashem, is the one who's 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 the one the we announce it by saying, Her Moshe Feinstein has decided the X is in Cherem. How do we know? Because it says, the Malach Hashem said, so we see that we quote, quote the biggest man there. How do you know that you put in Cherem, which is higher level than Nidui? It says, curse, curse, double curse. How do we know that you're not allowed to eat and drink with him and stand with him for more of a guy who's in Cherem? It says, If you look on the side, the Pasuk is over here. It's a Pasuk from Shirat Tevorah, where, he said, where she's cursing anyone Meroz and anyone who stays with him. How do we know that you announce publicly what, the, what Mr. X did wrong? If you're, if you're excommunicating Mr. X, how do you know you have to mention what he did wrong? It says, Because Basuk says, the reason why Meroz got got uh, excommunicated is because he didn't come to help Hashem. With 400 shofarim, they, blew, they, they put Ma'oz in, in Cherem. 
They blew 400 shofars when they put him in Khirim. Some say that Meroz was a very special person. Some say it was a star. Because it says from the stars they, they battled with him. Now, says the Gemara, "Uminala, how do we know if the guy doesn't listen that the rabbis could say that we're putting the, we're going to get rid of all the guy's property? How do we know they can make make his property have care if they don't listen to him?" Pasuk says, referring to Ezra, that anyone who doesn't come, they're going to confiscate his prophecy, property. The story over there was that a lot of Jewish people had come back and they married Goyot. And Ezra, Hasofer wanted to stop it. So he called everyone to come to a major meeting. And he announced that if you don't want to come to the meeting, why are they coming to the meeting? The guy's marrying Goyim. Why are they coming to a meeting of Ezra? So he used a special tactic. He announced that anyone who doesn't come will be confiscating your property. And all of a sudden, a lot of people decided that they, they do have time to come. Okay? And over there, they announced they have to get rid of your wives. Okay? Umanal did not see none. How do we know that we are allowed to fight with people. It says, And you can rip out the hair and make them swear. The Pasuk in Nehemiah says that he fit, fit, fit them and he, he beat them and he cursed them and he hit them and tore their hair down and he put them, made, made them swear. And that's how they all divorced their wives. How do we know we could tie him up if, he doesn't, if he's not following the rules? Or we could, or we could put him, give him, uh, you could tie him up and, and hit him. And we, we could even run after him. We'll see what that means soon. Pasuk says that if you don't, if you don't follow the rules, this pasuk also is it, huh? that you can put them to death, or you can kill them, or you could uh, take away his property or put him in prison. My What does it mean l'shorshe? We could uproot him. Amar of Adam Mari, Amar of Nechemi Baruch, Amar of Chia Barabin, Amar of Yehuda, Hardafa. That means you run after him. My heart, if I want to point what does running after mean? Amar Rabbi Huda Bayer Shmuel Bashir Amishmed Rav. You put him in communication in 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 you right away. Vishonin Lachashim, you do it again after thirty days. Umachamim Lachashim, then you put him in Khirim after sixty days. So it means you you make him worse and worse and worse. That's one opinion. That's what, what it means, you run after him. Run after him means you, you keep increasing his nidui. Okay. Says the Gemara. Amar Bihuda Amar Buna. Haki Amar Abchista. 
Matini Beishani. You warn him on Monday. The Chamishi on Thursday. Beishani on Monday. You give him Bahab. According to this, it's not, when we said we warn him, it doesn't mean we give three different Nidui's. It's one, it's one Nidui with three warnings before the Nidui. It says, It says, but if the guy was not nice to a rabbi or to the Torah, then you can put him in right away. This is all of the guy who didn't follow the money rules. If the guy wasn't nice to the rabbis, then you can put him in right away. And here we have a story, a famous story. There's a certain butcher who spoke not properly to Rav Tavi Bar Matna. Later, the guy went, and he was nice to the guy he was fighting with. What should we do? It didn't last for 30 days. We don't let him. Because we can't do that. We can't let him out. Because we can't ignore it. Because the rabbis need to buy the meat from him. He's got meat. He's the butcher. You ever heard what to do in this such a situation? Tut, which means a blow of the shofar, held him in. And the tooth will allow him. And therefore, even though it's not for 30 days, you can always get him out. By blowing the shofar, you can let him out. Of, you can let him out of the thing. That's what he was claiming. That's only for money. But if, talking about, if a guy was not nice to a rabbi, then therefore, He's not allowing this, this opinion of blowing the shofar to let him out. So you see from here that it's stricter when the guy was not nice to a rabbi than if the guy would just didn't listen to, the, to a money rule. Okay. Alma kasavavah, hani beit lata tashimitu. They have the three judges that put the guy in chenem. Lo atzut lata achrin nevishadu. That means the other people cannot let him out. How do you see that from the story? The fact that Abaya tried to get it off. You see, in, in, this, in the story before, right? Since Abaya was one of the ones who put the guy in Chedim, Abaya and Baba, and Abaya is trying to get it off, so it's apparent that the, the person involved has to be one of the ones to get it off. Says so, the Abaya asked the question, if you have three judges who put someone in can you bring three other people in and allow it? Tashma, bring your proof. The person who's not, who's in the chedem from the rabbis, if, if, if a guy knocked out the student, doesn't mean he knocked out the teacher. Now, what does that mean?
According to this, this means that there's something you could be minudeh to one person. You can't talk to that guy, but it doesn't mean you're minudeh to everyone else. But if you're minudeh to a to a greater person, then <coughs> then you uh, automatically minudeh to anyone below him. So if you're minudeh you minudeh to everyone under him. But if you if you're minudeh to a younger student, then not necessarily to an older one. Okay. If you move there for, for his own city, he's there for other cities. If you move there in a different city, he's not there in your own city. If you move there to a Nasi, then it's for everyone. Just because everyone doesn't mean you move there to the Nasi. If one of the students who was there, another one, and he died, then Part of it doesn't get knocked off, and that, that will stay. So according to this, if it got, one of the guys in the Bedin dies, then the guy can never fully get out of it. Right? Since you need all three guys to be on the Bedin, so, so, so to, be, to let the guy off, so there's no way to get the guy fully out of it, because one guy dies. How's he going to get the yard? He had, unless he gave permission before he dies. So as he goes, Shmami Nata, we see from here three things. Shmami Tamid Shinida Lechvodo. You see from here that if a guy, a student, excommunicates somebody for his own kavod, it works. Shmami We see that when, when you get rid of it, each guy has to get rid of his portion of the chelik. Shmami Shemitu. We see from here that another group of three cannot let the guy out of the problem. He says that if three people put him in Chelem, three others can get him out of Chelem. He's disagreeing. Rashi told him, we learned that Rashbag Omer, Echavet Mishinid Omet, Chelkon Mufal, my love, and Mufal Klal, Lo, one wants to know, when you see a proof, we said when the guy dies, when one of the judges dies, nobody else is allowed to get rid of his portion. So that means that three other, if three other guys can come, why can't they get rid of his portion? Mm-hmm. Are you following or not? Yeah. So, we, that's what we thought it meant. We thought that that's what it meant. The Gemara is going to answer now, no, that's not what it means. It means... No one could be with portion until some three other judges come and take care of it. All it meant was that the two guys can't do his portion. But if you get three other guys, it does work. Uh-huh. You understand? Yeah. That's all we meant. We didn't mean the guy's stuck forever, like, the more, like we thought beforehand. No. We're explaining that when, we said, when they said no one could do his portion, it means no one could do his portion without him. Two, the, two, the two judges can't do his portion. But if you get three new judges, they can get rid of it. Because they have three judges. Okay. Whenever you have a nidui, it's got to be at least 30 days. And you can't have rebuke. Even though it's not a proof, but you can see it from the Pasuk. When, when she, she had Salat, she had to stay out of the camp for seven days. And Hashem said, as like a Kamachomer, if her father would spit in her face, she'd be embarrassed for seven days, and therefore she has to, 
by me putting your, giving your tzalat, it's like it's like a father spitting in a face, and therefore she has to be a tzalat seven days. So we see from here that the idea of being in a nizifa, like a slap from Hashem, it means it's, it has to be a seven day thing. This means if a Rebbe did something tough to somebody, he has to be like a Nizifa. I'm Rebbe Chista. Nidui shalanum ke Nizifa shalahim. Nidui in Bavel is like a Nizifa in Eretz Yisrael. The Nizifa did two shiva. And then the Nizifa is seven days. And therefore, Rebbe Chista wants to claim that in Bavel, that when is this true that Nidui has to be 30 days? That's if you live in Israel. But here we live in Bavel. When we do Nidui, it's only seven days. Because we're not, not as powerful as them, it sounds like. Okay? Vitulo, is it true that the Zifanis is only seven days? They were sitting and learning. They didn't understand the Gemara. We need Rebbe for this. So, so Shimon Bar Rebbe. Told Bakwa, we need Rebbe for this. I'm going to talk about Rebbe Shimon. What could Rebbe tell you with this? Azil, I'm going to talk about Rebbe Shimon. Told his father, Rebbe, what Bar Kapara had said. That even if we go to your father, what's he going to tell us? We're stuck. Okay? It means Rebbe was upset. Bar Kapara came to see Rebbe. I'm going to talk about Kapara. Any Makicha me Olam. He says, I don't know who you are. Now, he knows Bar-Kabra. But he said, I don't know you. Yadah did not get milta vedate. Bar-Kabra saw that he was upset. And for 30 days, He, 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 he acted as if he was in Nizifa. So you see, it's, it's, in, in Israel, it's more than seven days. It's Nizifa, is 30 days. What's the difference? Nizifa, you don't have to actually be in Cherem. The rules don't apply. You just have to act. Act as if you're, you were insulted. As if you're uh, Embarrassed. He act embarrassed with her for a while. Machlok at seven days, thirty days. Your Rebbe, your Rebbe publicly uh, called you out. You have to act embarrassed for seven days. That's in Zifa. Shul Pamahat Gazal Rebbe Shlo Yishnu Talmidim Bashuk. He made a gezira that you shouldn't teach your students publicly. My darash Chamukei Yechai Kamo Chalaim. It says the hidden thighs are like jewels. Just like a thigh is private, he taught his two nephews in the marketplace, his brother's kids. He taught them. He ignored Rebbe. He told Rabbi Rabbi Shema Rebbe Rebbe heard and he was upset. When Mechia came from Rebbe, Amalei told him, "Aya mi yeah, who's calling you outside? So, when he said that, 
Now, Rashi, Rashi says that he used a nickname. If you look at Rashi, he called him Ia. Okay? Rashi says, what's Ia? Kach kinesh moshel mechira lashon kenai. He did it in, in a not nice nickname. Now, the reason why it's not nice, the Maharsha explains, is that Rebchia wasn't able to pronounce the wasn't able to pronounce the ayin the right way. So he called them with the, with the letters that he can't pronounce. So now when when he heard, so he came in and the guy said, "Oh, someone's calling you outside." He called him a nickname and goes, "Someone's calling you." So it's like kicking him out, basically. I'm not saying get out, but he's saying someone's calling you. Okay? Yeah, dad did not get with it, but that he understood that Rebbe was upset. He was he he did Nizifa for thirty days. On the third day he sent a messenger. Ta, Rebbe told him you could come. Hadash Shachle Deloleti. Then he told him not to come. Mikra Maisavad, Lusov Maisavad. Why did he tell him to come not come? Mikra Savad Miksat Yom Kikulo. In the beginning, he thought that uh, Rebbe thought that when, it's like it's like Avilut that half a day counts like a day, and therefore since it's the thirtieth day he could come. Lusov Savad Lo Amir Miksat Yom Kikulo. And the end, he realized, no, you don't say that, and therefore he has to stay another day. So Rebbe could not call him back. Okay? The Sofata, and the end he came, Amaleh, Amayatit. He says, Why'd you come? Amaleh, the Shalach, my Lord, the Leti, he told me to come. Vashachlet Lot, but Rebbe said, But you told me not to come. Amaleh, Loriti, Zelaiti, Zelaiti. I saw the first guy, I didn't see the second guy. So he didn't, he didn't see the second guy who said not to come. Karele beretzot Hashem darkei esh kam avodav yeshelim lo. Rabbi says that when, I, when he said about Rebbechia, look, if Hashem likes you, so Hashem will work it out that you don't see the you don't see the bad messenger, you only see the good messenger. So he gave him a compliment that because Hashem liked you, that's why you saw the messenger who said come, and you didn't see the messenger who said don't come. Good. My time of Avin Morhachi. So Rebbe said, Why did you do that? Why did you um, teach in the, in the market to your nephews? Amalas, he told him, Dichtiv, Chachmot Bachutz Terona. He says, Wisdom, Wisdom, Chachma Bachutz Terona. You should say it in the streets. Amalas, Im Karata, Lo Shanita. If you did this, you didn't mean to, if you read it, you didn't read it twice. If you read it twice, no, you didn't do it third time. If you did it three times, that means they didn't explain it to you. Chokhmot b'chutz tarona, kidurava, you should learn like rava. Dama rava. Kol ha'osek b'tarona me'mifrim, Torah tov me'chazet ala me'chutz. If you learn Torah privately, then your Torah will be, will be clear outside. But it doesn't mean you should learn outside. Okay? Now, that's why you're teaching it outside, but you really you, you you didn't know you didn't know what it really meant. Now, this story is an interesting story because it seems like you have in the story Rebbe quoting Rava. Rebbe can't quote Rava. Because Rava is not alive when Rebbe is alive. 
Rav is not alive when Rav's alive. And Rav is only so Rebbe once. Must be quoting the Gemara's case saying, Kid Rav. But really, it's Rebbe. It should be Kid Rebbe. <laughs> okay, anyway. Doesn't it say, I didn't say it privately. On the day of the Kala, then you're allowed to do it, do it publicly. But in general, you don't learn publicly. What? What? Yom Kala, they used to have a Yom Kala when they gathered all the people of the town together to learn Torah. And that day you're allowed to do publicly, but generally you don't learn publicly, that's what he's saying. He says, but what, what do you do? It doesn't say in the beginning, I spoke privately. That's on the day of the Kala. That's what he just said. Okay? What does he do with the Pasuk about hidden thighs? That's talking about Tzedakah and Chesed. That should be privately. But, so, in other words, understood that Rebbe's Pasuk was talking about Chesed. Chesed should be private. But Torah can be public. That's what he thought. Okay? Alman and Ziva did do that. You know, you see that's 30 days. Mars says, no, it's not a proof. And Ziva and Asi, Shani, you can't compare the Nasi. Rebbe was a Nasi. And therefore, maybe that's why his was 30 days. You see that we wanted to prove that any Israeli Nizifa is 30 days. Not true. Because maybe the reason why this one was 30 days is because Rebbe was the prince. But not necessarily every time in Israel is automatically 30 days. Not necessarily. <coughs> Says the Gemara, Nizifa didan kamahava. So how long do we have Nizifa for in, in, in Babel? We said that the Cherem in Babel is, 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 is less. It's seven days. So how long is the Ziva in Babel? <coughs> so it's one day. Kad Shmuel Barukva, like Shmuel Barukva. Kaviyati Gashi Shmaita, when they would learn together, Haviyati Marukva Kamedi Shmuel Barukhok Abamot. Marukva would be four more away. Kaviyati Medina, when they said together, Haviyati Shmuel Kamedi Marukva Barukhok Abamot. Shmuel was four more away because Marukva was the head of the court. Havachai Kilu Dukhot Dukhot Marukva. But Sifita. So Shmuel would sit behind Morukva. Each one was was separate from each other, but um, Morukva needed to learn From Shmuel, so that he was able to hear what Shmuel said. Every day, Morukva would walk Shmuel back to his house. One day he was busy. And Shmuel walked behind him. Aren't you clear? Let me, let me get out of. Of of this uh, this fight, basically, when he was walking home, he not not only did Morukva not walk with him, but he also was thinking about whatever he's learning, and he didn't even pay attention. He was going slow, and he held up Shmuel. So he says, "Don't you see what happened? Let me out of your let me out of your problems." 
Therefore, he acted like, like a Nizifa for one day. And therefore, we see them in Bavel, they do a one day Nizifa. There was a woman who was sitting on the side of the path. She stuck out her leg. And she was winnowing a barley. A young rabbi went by. She didn't stand up for him. She, she wasn't uh, humble for him, from him. He says, look how, what chutzpah this woman has. She came in front of Nachman. Did you hear him say the word Shamta? She so she went to the rabbi and said, What should I do? This, this young Tamir Chacham said, Look what chutzpah I have. He says, Well, did he say the word Shamta? Says, no, he didn't say the word Shamta. He didn't say the word Shamta. So, okay, you only, you only have Nizifa one day and you'll be good. Act like Nizifa for one day and you're okay. Shamta means he put you in Khenim. Put you in in in. in uh, but she had body. How could she stand up? I don't know. You. The body was on the floor. Still, she could stand up. You're assuming the body's on her lap. I don't know. Or maybe she has to try to get up. I don't know what she has to do. Like she ignored it. Maybe it's a problem. Zutra batuvia have a was reading Pesukim in front of Yehuda. When he said these are the last ones, David, what was, what was David's prophecies? He didn't know. He didn't know. Anyone who thought this Pasuk doesn't, is not a great person. So he saw basically what happened was that Razucha Bartuvia went to his Rebbe and asked him what the Pasuk means. And the Rebbe didn't answer. And he asked him again. And the Rebbe said, why? You think if someone doesn't know the answer, you're not a big rabbi? So he saw that the, the Rebbe had took it to heart and therefore he acted like this for one day. Okay? So what's the answer to the question? Everyone wants to know now. Okay, now we figured out about the, but why does it say what what does it mean? What were the first David David that were that were <coughs> that were prophecies? By David David Hashem, and David Hashirah Zop Yom Matzil Tem Mekav Kolvam Mekav Shaul. So David said these words when he said we say from Shaul. Amar Gosh Mekav David Hashem told David David Shirah Ta Omer Al Mapadosh Shaul. David, are you singing when Shaul goes down? Imleat Ta Veshaul Ta Shaul. Who David? Ibati Kama David Mipanav. If you were Shaul and he was David, I would get rid of a lot of Davids because of you. What does that mean? So, 
children. That means that he that really Shaul was the biggest addict in David. And the reason why he wanted to, he ended up getting rid of Shaul for David is because Hashem and the Mazal that it was supposed to be from Yehuda, that the king is supposed to be from Yehuda. And that's how it worked out. But you should but you shouldn't be singing when Shaul goes down because he's greater than you. That's why it says the song of a Shigaon to David that he sang to Hashem on Kushman Yemini. So right now, instead of the word Shigaon meaning an instrument, we're learning the word Shigaon as a mistake. And we're saying that David sang the song to make up for the mistake of singing when David, when, when, when Shaul went down. Says him, why are we called Kush Ben Yemini? He's called Shaul Ben Yemini. He's from Ben Yemini, okay. But why is he called Kush? He should be called Shaul. Elamai Kush just like a kush is different, with his skin, just like a black person is different than a white person because of his skin, so too Shaul was different than the rest of the people because he was such a sadiq. Okay? That's why they call him kush ben yimini. Right. It says by Moshe, it says, it says that Miriam yelled at Moshe, or they were talking about Moshe, because of the black woman that he married. Moshe says, was, was she a kushit? She was, she was, her name was Just like a, a, a black person is different with his skin. So too, that Sipura was special with her deeds. Which you see also, and the servant of the of the of the black king said, So Tzidkiya was also different in his deeds, which means that he was a big tzaddik. Hashem says, "You like guys like kids like, like children of Kushim." That's why the Jews are different than the Goyim, also in their, their deeds, just like a black man is different than other people, so too Kush is different. Okay. Uh, nowadays, you got to be careful when you talk about this, Kamara. What is it that says, No, maybe not. Maybe you don't have to say anything. Because uh, we, we look how praiseworthy Kushim are. It's like, it's like a you see you see how nice we're we're referring to all the big tzaddikim like Kushim, right? David ben all. What does it mean? These are the words of David ben Yishai, the words of the man who is hukam all. David ben Yishai shekim ola He is the one who built up to shuvah. Amar el heiseli. Hashem spoke to me and said, The rock of Israel has spoken to me, the ruler of men. The righteous man rules through the fear of Hashem. Michael, I wasn't trying to say that. 
Amar Bibu, Wachi, come on. Amar Yisraeli, Hashem told me, Diber Tzu Yisrael, the rock Yisrael spoken to me. Ani Moshel Ba'adam, I rule over people. Mi Moshel Bi, who rules over Hashem? Sadiq, a Sadiq. Shani Gozer Gezira, Umbatla. A Sadiq is able to rule over Hashem, quotes. Why? Because Hashem makes a Gezira and Sadiq can get rid of it. And therefore he's like, it's like he's ruling over Hashem. These are names of David's strong men. What, is, what does this mean? Right? My Kamar. Amar Bibu, Hai Kamar. Haki Kamar. These are the names of David's div. Yoshev Bashevet, he sat low. Beshasha Yoshev Beshiva, when your David was in Shiva, Loya Yoshev Al Gabek Halimusot. He wouldn't sit on a pillow or a cushion. Ra'ela Al Gabek Halimusot, he would sit on the floor. Cholkamu David Abba. Ira Hayarim Kayam. As long as his Rebbe, Ira Yarim, was alive, Ira would teach him he was sitting on a, on a cushion. When, when Ira died, David would teach the rabbis. Haritil al Gabe Kaki sat on the ground. They told him, What are you sitting on the ground for, David? Sit on a cushion. He didn't accept it. And therefore, we're saying that he was very humble. Techak Kemeni, Amarav, Amar Leo Kushmanahu. Since you lowered yourself, come on, you can be like me. I'll make a you can knock it out. That's what we said before. That when we, that's why we came to this because we want to show you that when a tzaddik makes, makes it, when tzaddik is great, when he's able to mavatel gezera from Hashem. Rosh shalishim, the head of the shalishim, You're going to be the first of three forefathers. Which means he goes before the Avot. It's, the Gemara says, in Sanhedrin, I think it's in Pesachim, that when they Tchiat Metim, Hashem is going to want everyone to make Kiddush, and the only one who's going to make the Kiddush is David. Okay? The Pesach says, Vehu Adino Ha'atseni, he was Adino Ha'atseni, that's the guy who killed a lot of people. He would bend like a word. would go to war. He was strong like a, like a wood. He killed 800 people one time. He would shoot an arrow. The arrow would kill 800 people. And he was sighing that he didn't kill 1,000. So imagine you shoot one arrow and it kills 800 people. It's a crazy thing. And David is upset. Why is he upset? Because Hashem had promised in the Torah that the way he's showing how miraculous the Jews are beating their enemies is by saying, look, how could one guy chase a thousand people? Implying that it's shaykh, it's possible, for one guy to chase a thousand people. So David's wondering, how come Hashem is only killing 800 people with one, one, with one arrow should be 1,000. Why am I not getting 1,000? I thought Hashem was happy with me. And Hashem says, you're right. You know why? Because of the story with Bathsheba and Uriah Hiti. Because of the sin that he did with Bathsheba, that's why you're only killing 800, not, not 1,000. You with us? Okay. We are going to stop over here. Amar B'Tanchum Two lines on the bottom. B'Rei 
ברוך אתה אדוני לעולם, אמן ואמן.